Today's second reading was taken from the very beginning of St. Paul's first letter to the Corinthians. When Jane read it a few moments ago, did you notice anything surprising about it? Did anything stand out to you about that particular text? Here, St. Paul mentions a number of things that he was grateful for, which, of course, makes it a very appropriate text for Thanksgiving Day. Apparently, when it came to giving thanks, these were what you might call Paul's priorities. They were the kinds of things that he was most grateful for. Let me now read the text to you a second time, just in case your memory is like mine and you forgot what I said, or St. Paul said. St. Paul wrote, I give thanks to my God always on your account for the grace of God bestowed on you in Christ Jesus, that in him you were enriched in every way with all discourse and all knowledge, as the testimony to Christ was confirmed among you, so that you are not lacking in any spiritual gift as you wait for the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ. He will keep you firm to the end, irreproachable on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful, and by him you were called to fellowship with his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Notice anything surprising there. What I find surprising, what I find significant in that passage, is that there is no stuff mentioned. Nothing material. He doesn't mention money. He doesn't mention possessions. He doesn't mention physical health. He doesn't even mention other people as such. Whenever St. Paul rendered thanks to Almighty God, it's very clear from this passage of Scripture, his thanksgiving priorities were all spiritual. Tell that to the greedy merchants who are so obsessed with money and stuff that they're now trying to make thanksgiving just another shopping day before Christmas. I hope no one does any Christmas shopping today. Please do not. Do not feed into that mentality. Now, don't misunderstand me this morning. I am not saying that St. Paul was ungrateful for the people in his life, for the loving relationships he had with his fellow apostles and the other people in his life. I'm not saying he was ungrateful for his physical health or his material blessings. In other places in his letters, Paul makes it very clear that he was thankful for everything, absolutely everything that God had given him here on this earth. But he also had his priorities straight. He knew what was most important. He talks in this passage about the grace and forgiveness that God gives us. He talks about knowing the truth of the gospel and witnessing to it. He talks about spiritual gifts, the most important of which, of course, are faith, hope, and charity. And he talks about the fact that God will always offer us the grace we need to persevere in our faith, to persevere in our relationship with Jesus so that someday we arrive at the goal of life, which is, of course, heaven. That's what St. Paul was most grateful for in his own life. 
and in the lives of the Corinthian people. And it's what we, my brothers and sisters, should be most grateful for in our own lives. If you're like me, you sometimes forget that. And that's why I mentioned it in my homily this morning. Yes, we all have many things to be grateful for in our earthly lives. But the sad reality is, a lot of this is only temporary. Our money eventually gets spent, for many of us too quickly these days. Our possessions rust and corrode, as Jesus indicated in the Sermon on the Mount. Our health deteriorates over time. Those of us who have chronic diseases know that very well. And our loved ones pass away as the years go by. However, as the very same St. Paul put it in 1 Corinthians 13, faith, hope, and love last. They last until the end. And after the end, they bring us into a life that will never, ever end. So they are what's most important. They, faith, hope, and love, and everything that proceeds from them are what we should be most grateful for, both on Thanksgiving Day and throughout the year. I hope, I sincerely hope, that the healed leper in today's gospel realized this and consequently said a second thank you to Jesus. We know that he went back to our Lord to thank him once for his physical healing, and that's exactly what he should have done. He did the right thing. The other nine did not. But after Jesus said to him, stand up and go, your faith has saved you, that healed Samaritan should have said another thank you to our Lord for imparting to him the grace of forgiveness and salvation. And hopefully, he was even more grateful to Jesus for those spiritual gifts than he was for his physical cure from leprosy, since those spiritual gifts had the potential to bring him blessings that would far outlast the blessing of perfect physical health. Far outlast. His physical health eventually came to an end, did it not? The man died. We know that because nobody has seen him walking around westerly lately, or any other place on planet Earth. Hasn't been seen in about 2,000 years. But when this man did die, probably in the mid to late first century, his gift of faith, if he had persevered in it, yielded a reward that's still going on as we speak, and it will go on forever. If you are leading your family in saying grace at Thanksgiving dinner later today, I ask you to try to remember this lesson and then apply it to the prayer that you say. Begin your prayer by expressing your gratitude to God like St. Paul would. Express your thanks to God for his saving grace, for the love and the mercy that he has shown us in giving us his Son. Thank the Lord for his faithfulness, like St. Paul did, and for his promise to help you persevere in your faith when times get difficult. 
Then move on to thank the Lord for the people he's put in your life, especially those you take for granted, I dare say members of your own family, and for the many blessings that have come into your life, life and the lives of others in your family through those other people. And then feel free to thank God for your stuff, for all the material blessings he showered upon you and upon your loved ones. And oh yes, one last thing. At the very end of the prayer, don't forget to do what I forgot to do one Thanksgiving. After saying this beautiful and meaningful prayer, don't forget to ask the Lord to bless the food. <laughs>